we're just doing all the things. Yay! Okay, let me move myself out of the way. <sighs> okay, welcome! <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> Let's introduce our beautiful, <coughs> badass businesswoman. We have Miss Sarah Swain. She's a business strategist, speaker, entrepreneur. Sarah can help you create new streams of income so you can have more choice, independence, and freedom in your life. And she is the founder of Monetize Your Mind. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Thank you for having me. This is yeah. fun. This yeah. is fun. So Thank you fun. for coming. This is amazing. Yeah. So yeah. exciting. Okay. So we would love for you to share um, how you got to where you are now. Like. <laughs> Who are you? How did this all evolve? Which version of me do I share? I know, and you're probably sharing this a few times. No, you know what's interesting? (laughs) I was doing a podcast earlier this week, and this question came up. It's like, how do I simplify this response? Um, I would say that there's probably two to three stages to this. I think my first wake-up call that I experienced was when I was in the world of corporate. I was working for a big Canadian retail pharmacy chain and I had ended up with this accidental retail career that I certainly had not forecasted for my life. It's not what I envisioned my adult life to be, but I was doing all the things that made me successful on paper. Mm. I had a really good career, phenomenal paycheck, benefits, pension, dental, company car, paid vacation, a home. Uh, yeah. A husband, a dog, <laughs> a fence. I was going to say, where's the a fence? fence? I had a fence. I need, was it white? Was it white? No, I could have painted it though. What color was it? It was just wood. Okay. It was I wood. like that one. Natural. I had a wood fence <laughs> and I was utterly miserable. Mm. And, you know, I was the person that kind of kept jumping from career to career hoping that a newer job or a newer role or another promotion or another organization was going to make me feel better and it would for Mm. about three months I'd be excited about something new then I would get settled in and that would go away again and so by my early 30s I, I felt like I was having some sort of midlife crisis, but I'm like, I think I'm too young to be experiencing this. Like, why? <laughs> why can I not figure out how to feel satisfied in my life? And it wasn't until I asked myself, you know, if, if I were to be on my deathbed and look back on my life, would I be able to say that I had a successful life? And even though I had all the quote unquote successful things, I, I didn't feel successful. So how then, the question became, how do I feel successful? What would actually lead me to have a successfully lived life? And then all of a sudden things like uh, play and laughter and just more fun and more time hmm. and more freedom to do the things that I wanted to do when I wanted to do them. Because I couldn't figure out why as a grown adult, I had to ask for permission to have time off. It made no sense Why to do me. we do that? It's weird, right? It's like, is it the culture that we live in that like have that cookie cutter life that seems to be the, the way to do it? Asking and then yet our hearts... Asking for permission to take time off. And I understand there's obviously needs to be considered for the organization and gaps that need to be filled. I understand all of that. But 
I started asking, like, why do I have to work five days a week? Like, who made, first of all, who made a week? Like, where did a week come from? I got, it's human made. I got real, <laughs> real existential there for a while. Mm. And why 40 hours a week? Yeah. Why do I only get two days off? I could barely recover from the other five. And then I'm the last, you know, second day off. I'm anxiety ridden because I got to go back to work the next day. And I was just like, what are we doing? Like, it, I just had this big worldly explosion in my brain. And so this misalignment kept growing more intense and to the point where I, I physically could not bring myself to go to work anymore. And I, I went to the doctor and he was extremely hesitant to allow me to have time off work. So he gave me four weeks and I was like, I don't know that I'm going to be able to have an eat, pray, love experience in a four week period of time. <laughs> yeah. And he gave me a prescription for antidepressants, mm. which I didn't take. I said, I would, I need to go do <laughs> yoga and meditate and read yeah. some books. Like I need time <laughs> in order to figure out what the heck is actually going on. Cause I know that this is a me thing. This is not a chemical imbalance that I need to have <laughs> regulated by medication. So I took the four weeks. I was like, thanks. And went into my boss's office and he says, oh, I'm so glad you're here. I got to do your performance review. Oh my gosh. So he sat down and I'm sitting there with this note in my pocket being like, <coughs> excuse me, being like, I'm about to drop a bomb on you right now because I was one of their lead performers in, in the office and got a raving review. And he, then he says to me, uh, just so you're aware, we have you on succession planning to take over for me. Oh my gosh. When I either retire or take on a new role, he was looking to potentially head back to Ontario. He was the uh, senior vice president for this retail pharmacy chain in mm. Canada, for Western Canada. And the guy, I saw the car he drove and it was a, a company paid car, it was an Audi R8. And I'm like, here's that <laughs> carrot dangling in front of my face again, being like, maybe I should just Stick suck it up, suck it up, suck it up. And maybe if I get his role, then I'll feel better. But something came over me and, you know, I signed my review. Thank you so much for appreciating all my hard work, but I'm going to take time off. And it was in the same conversation. And then I, so when I broke down, poor man came and gave me a hug. <laughs> Let it out, sister. Let it out. Get it out. I'm trying. I'm like, do you want your water? Yeah. Yeah. Get, get I'm like, I do not even drink this kind of drink. I'm like, oh, get I the growler. Get the growler. You know what? This is growler. this is why it's like happening, right? The universe is like, you need to cough so we can show this video. Yeah, there's <laughs> advertising. Advertising, right? Soon. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll just have some water. Here, you can put it there. Yeah. Wow. I was just getting my throat chakra. Yeah, I was going to say for throat chakras. <laughs> I wanted to say something. <laughs> Clearly. Wow. Oh, sorry about that, guys. That's okay. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. My boss gave me gave a hug. Gave you a hug. <laughs> after I told him I wasn't, I wasn't going to do the work thing anymore. And said, I'm going to take time off and we'll see how it goes. And within two weeks, I had decompressed so much that I was like, there's absolutely no way in in any sane mind that I could go back into an environment that caused me to be this inflamed. Oh God. And so it was at the two week point. I said to my husband, I said, I can't go back. I need to quit my job. And he's like, cool. So what's your plan? 
I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Other than I know that I'm meant to do something different. I know that I'm meant to do something more. I don't know what that is, yeah. but I know that I can do it. Mm-hmm. And he said, but what is it? I'm like, I don't know. Aww. But like, I, I, I could feel it, but I couldn't articulate it because I actually didn't know. What did it feel like? <sighs> it felt like certainty for me. It was just a knowing that this is where I'm going. And I had this epiphany one night in a hotel. I was up in northern Alberta doing store tours. And I was working. I had, I had been on the road for 8 or 12 hours just crazy touring all over these remote locations. And then I had to come back to my room and build out an 8-hour presentation that I was <coughs> giving to all of my locations. Wow. Was this when you were with winners? Uh, no, this one I was with a retail farm. I, they have me under a non-disclosure agreement. So all okay. I can say is okay. a Canadian retail pharmacy okay. chain. Got it. <laughs> period. Yeah, period. <laughs> non-disclosed. <And> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I left, I made a bit of a stink. They're like, can you sign this? I'm like, uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm like, sure, fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I had this epiphany one night in my hotel. I'm like, here I just busted my ass mm. all day in a job that I hate. Now I'm back in my hotel room drinking a bottle of wine, making this presentation. I'm like, can you imagine how mm. hard I would work for myself if this is how hard I'm willing to work for somebody else? Bravo. And I was just like, boom. So it was this certainty that I felt. It's like, if this is how I perform, when it's not even my goal. Holy shit. What would I be capable of? I have goosebumps. <laughs> if it was my vision. Sarah, that's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I have goosebumps that's too. That's so powerful. So that was my parting ways mm. when I said I'm out. And that was the turning point. That's the tipping the, point. Yep. Tipping that point, was my turning next point. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that, it. That, that was, was a it. good job, guys. <laughs> Too. You know, this is what we're all, we're all about this like empowering and love building bond. Oh, yes. man. Yeah, so that was that was my leap out of corporate into full-time entrepreneurship. And you I didn't know what you were doing yet. No, and this is where now what I do now in monetize your mind is I help people understand the value that they have to bring to the table to figure out what they can then turn around and exchange money for value for. And so, because that was my process and I didn't realize that that's what I was doing at the time because I didn't know anything about digital business mm-hmm. when I left my job. I had a, I didn't even have an Instagram account. Yeah. But that could happen fast. I thought that that was just for like the younger millennials, not the elder millennials. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't do Instagram. I'm a Facebook person. Dude, you can't even call yourself an elder millennial. I am Come an elder on. millennial. But you're like not. Look at you. My energy. <laughs> my energy is not elder. My you wisdom just- is. So just this next level well being. i'm pretty sure you've been here a few times before. Oh, i'm the wise i'm the wise millennial yeah with a facebook account but that's all i knew how to do like God, i knew nothing about digital business when i when I, I so i made a private facebook group it was just when facebook live was becoming a thing okay yes that's, that's right i'm like okay like, what, <laughs> do, what do i do but i what i had to do is i had to really take inventory of the value that I had to bring to the table. And I, I talk about how we're so conditioned to curate resumes for employers. Yeah. And how we're like, okay, what do they want? And then how can I tailor the skills and experience I have in order to be appealing to them? Right. And so we're, we're conditioned to know how to do that for an employer. But when it comes to turning the table. That's right. And, and really giving yourself 
time and consideration <clears throat> and credit for the all-encompassing value that you have to bring throughout your lifetime of skills that you've built and experiences that you've had to be able to say, hey, I actually have value here. What can I do with it? And so the value that I identified within myself coming from corporate were things like leadership and team building and helping people move towards a goal, helping people perform better, um, motivation and, and getting people to really like dig deep and sink their teeth into something that they're, that they're mm. working towards. I'm like, I Meaningful. am a master at this in the okay. world of corporate. Yeah. So how do I translate this into <clears throat> something that I can do on my own? And so that's what I started with. I started running programs that helped women, mainly at the time, to be able to actually move towards the thing that they wanted. So I started very much in the world of empowerment okay. and you know self-leadership and um, getting unstuck. One of my programs was called Unstuck Yourself. Getting unstuck from where you are so that you can actually figuratively move towards the thing that you want. And so that was my process wow. <laughs> when I left corporate was giving myself credit that the skills that I had in my corporate career or career, that time was not a waste for me. It was no. a, a beautiful birthing place for all of these skills that I was able to develop. Um, but I had to give myself credit for the fact that they could be applied elsewhere and not just in the traditional workforce. And mm -hmm. so that's how I started. Uh, which was about five and a half-ish years ago now. Wow. I want to point something out because you're so wise within your own right. What I see actually happening is you getting in touch in your roots, yeah. ancestral roots, because that's what we did. Yeah. We come together as what what our life experiences were and how we can what we can bring to the table. Yes. And I feel like that, like right now, we're so conditioned for the nine to five. That's the school systems, all the things we're kind of trained and conditioned to. Training the kids. Yeah, like this is like this is your white picket fence. Yep. This is what you need to work towards. Your and you're break. so re you're so um, rebellious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With your wisdom, rebellion and re wisdom combine that together, you're fucking moving mountains. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so this is now the unconventional, which is not actually. Because it's the original blueprint. This is the original <laughs> way. That's of right. Being. It's like understanding like, yeah. what's the value you're bringing to your community. That's right. <laughs> I just yes. got goosebumps again. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I have a question. So going back to your course that was unstuck, or what was it? Was unstuck it yourself. Unstuck yourself. What did you find was the mo like the biggest hurdle for people to get over? Self-worth. Mm -hmm. 100% it's self-worth. It is horrifying how little we believe in ourselves or how, how little we believe we're worth mm -hmm. having something different mm -hmm. outside of the norm that we have been taught. This that is the condition. Kind of, this is what we can expect out of our life. Yeah. yeah. This is just kind of the way it is. Yeah. And anything over and above that this journey that people have to go through internally in order to even just give themselves permission to have that thing. My coach always says the, the biggest thing that people have a, a struggle with is to just admit what they want. Mm, you got it. So just admitting that you want something different or more is hard, let alone the journey mm. of 
who do I have to become in order to let myself have it? So it, it's, it's less about strategic steps to go through to execute the thing. I think that there are people in the world who are gifted with business and it's just logic and it's common sense. <clears throat> and it's just like, well, this is just business and we can just do the thing. But for the average person mm-hmm. who doesn't have a lick of business in their body, but they just know that there's something else there that they want, that internal journey that people need to go through in order for them to be able to actually achieve the thing that they're they have their heart set on that's the most underrated thing in the world is that a rude uh, awakening for your clients when you bring them to those terms yes and how long is that process different for everybody okay Uh, depending on uh, gosh probably an infinite number of factors but the the biggest one being what level of work have you done on yourself Mm. before you even set foot in the world of entrepreneurship. And even those who have done a significant amount of work may have done their perception Mm. of a lot of personal (laughs) development work. You know, really just going to all the conferences and reading Mm -hmm. all the books and having all these profound moments, but what people end up realizing and, and coming to terms with is that they have become a master at intellectualizing what it means to be self-aware. So they're aware of all of these tools and they're aware of all of the inner workings of our brain, but the embodiment practice of it is what's missing. So they know a lot of shit about personal development, but actually putting it into practice in their lives is like, oh shit, this is this is where the breakthroughs actually start right. to happen. But that's the scary stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the confronting stuff. That's the shadow shit that people are like, no, <clears throat> this, this doesn't feel like what that all this, good. the flowery <laughs> spiritual people online talk about all the time, right? Yeah, like that this enlightenment. Is, this is It happens after. <laughs> after, Way after you go through the darkness, yeah. then you can start the, the love and light stuff. Yeah. But you got to go through some shit. And it still comes up again. It during doesn't, the, doesn't go stop. away. <laughs> it never will. No. As you evolve and raise the ceiling and you Every punch time. through, there's another level. Yes. There's another you Which isn't to accept. Really, it's not really talked about too much it in like the hierarchy of... No. It's, it's truly not. Especially no. with business. Well, yes. yeah. And you talk about students who pay so much money for schooling. And all they are is book smart. They don't even know how to fucking put it out on paper it's and true. actually live it. It's true. Yeah. And that's, that's I think, the, the breaking point right now mm-hmm. in our society yeah. is that we have so many people <laughs> who are so intellectual. Mm-hmm. They're so in their heads. Mm-hmm. They don't have access to their heart. They have no idea how to even understand how they feel about something, let alone how, how to let that feeling guide them to what they want. Mm-hmm. All they know is that they probably don't feel very good because they don't recognize that they're living outside of alignment. Mm. But they know a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. And they have a bunch of practical skills that can be applied into the systems mm-hmm. that our society is built on right now. But God forbid you actually be like, but, but I really feel like I want to be doing this over here. And it makes no logical sense right. for them to make that move. That's where they can't break out without doing that radical inner work. But you've got to be a willing participant in order to do that. You can't force someone yeah. 
to become self-aware. And that's now, you know, fast forward where my joy comes from helping people go through that experience that I basically reverse engineered, deconstructed. That's how Monetize Your Mind came to be. Mm. Regardless of what type of business a person wants to start, there's a fundamental framework that people can follow Mm. to understand the value you have to bring to the table and how that can then be applied to the marketplace. Um, But this is what people are struggling with is, well, that doesn't make sense, but that's not how we're supposed to do things or that's Mm. risky or it's irresponsible. Mm. But to me, the real risk is staying in a life that doesn't feel good for you and and how if that's the case then how can we say that that's responsible on any level how here we are we're led by pharmaceuticals for the band-aids for the illness that we had because we were not living in alignment yes just like me going to be like I'm not okay in my workplace they're like yeah I don't know if we should give you time off because you will just give you an antidepressant first I'm like I'm telling you right now, if you don't give me time off, I'm going in there and I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm probably going to get fired because I'm about to, I'm a loose There's, cannon yeah, right, right now. Like I need You're done. time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell this looks like, mm-hmm. but that was the first go-to. It's like, you're, you're not happy. We're not going to get to the root of why. We're not going to get to the figure out if you're living in aligned life, we're just going to give you a pill. Yeah. And then go back to and numb your shit. feeling better. And, just be, and just be numb. No. And just be numb. Don't feel anything. Well, this is why I asked you in the beginning, like, what that feeling felt like. Yeah. Because I think we try to use way too much logic. Yep. And we're kind of designed right now. Uh, I mean, so many people are lost in that, yeah. in that process. So even in my life, I've had probably, I mean, we've had so much success in the podcast because we've been intuitively moving forward with the steps necessary to get to where we are now. And being in alignment with ourselves. Literally, that's the only how we got here. We didn't, it was not logical. No. There was no logic behind it. It was literally that innate knowing that you know that just feels right. Yeah. Yeah, if there's like if there's a resistance and if it doesn't flow, it just doesn't fucking go. Yep. Like period. Yep. And that's that's what people are facing in the world of digital mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. So I came into the scene probably when things were really starting to heighten where mm-hmm. people are like, Oh, like I can work from anywhere and that's kinda when the hashtag laptop lifestyle and mm-hmm. hashtag work from Bali, like that was like all the rage when I was coming into the scene because we were How all long starting to go. 2017-ish? Oh, okay. 2018? Okay. Yeah. All of a sudden, everyone's like, wait a minute. We yeah. can... Wait. How do we... What do we do here in order to do that? We're seeing all this stuff on social media of these people living these lives, and I'm like, why am I... <laughs> what the... What? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? But I got a car! Yeah. What the what? <laughs> why am I auditing pharmacies right now when wow. I could be... Yeah, so it was... I want to go on the beach. It was bizarre. But that was when I came into that whole industry was when it's almost like there was a collective questioning that was happening and and so many people were tapping into it. Mm -hmm. But the problem is when, because we've had the surge of entrepreneurs realizing that, holy shit, like I can actually literally do whatever I want with my life. That is a fact. And more and more people are realizing that. But to your point, people are trying to think their way through it. Yeah. They're trying to come up with the perfect masterful plan to get from point A to point B. 
And you can do that, but you're probably going to give yourself way, way, way more hardship than is necessary. Yeah, agree. <laughs> because it's it's out of fear. It's like if I don't follow this plan, mm-hmm. then it might not work. Because we're not, we don't know how to trust ourselves That's as right. a society. So when you guys are like, this feels like the next best move for us to make. And lo and behold, it's friggin' working for you. Like, that's the strategy. That's Weird. it. <laughs> that's the strategy. I love that's that. The strategy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we promote self-love, self-care to the fucking depths of the earth. Yeah. Because that's where that intuition gets heightened. Because we're learning creative. to trust. Yeah. yeah. Bring out that childlike energy, you know, getting ready to be an adventurous. Go ahead. Totally. Question. So as you were switching and unraveling and questioning and like, who am I? And the whole antidepressant thing, taking that break, then you've taken that leap of faith and you're in a different direction. Can we kind of talk about what was happening to you like physically and emotionally when you were kind of peeling back that onion from that change? It's interesting because it's like I found a whole other fucking onion that I needed. A whole other onion. A whole other onion. <laughs> Fuck the existing one. Right? It's oh like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna just start peeling back something entirely new because what happened, I, I had changed my career is what I did. Yeah. But the same thing happened again. Okay. Where I was like, oh, this, why am I not enjoying this? Why am I not loving this? Mm. Because like, I'm working for myself. Yeah. I'm doing all the things right. I have this freedom lifestyle that everybody has been raving about. And you see on the internet, I'm like, I, that's me. I'm doing the thing. But I wasn't doing what I loved. I was doing what made sense. Okay. And so I had to go through this whole other journey of the exact same thing, only in entrepreneurship. So it was no longer, how the hell do I get out of corporate and become an entrepreneur. Now I was the entrepreneur. I was like, there's still something. It's a different milestone. Yep. It was yeah. just, a, it was, I was, I hit another level mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I got to figure this out now <laughs> because what inside I was like, what now? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? You're like, I just did what I was supposed to do. Like, shouldn't I be there now? Shouldn't yeah. I be totally enlightened? <laughs> yeah. So, so that focused. next layer for me was, uh, it was like the beginning stages of actually understanding what authenticity Mm. meant for me. So I had a wonderful community of women. It was very hugely based on women's empowerment. Yet I felt like I didn't belong in my own community. And I was like, (laughs) oh, like what's going on here? So Hmm. that was, I would say the realization was starting to happen for me uh, by late 2019. So I had been kind of in the scene for coming up on two years. I was like, why do I not feel at home in my own mm. business, in my own space? Like what, there just wasn't that sense of inner peace mm-hmm. where I could be around everyone and feel just like like this. <laughs> yeah. Just chilling with solo people. No, that, no shoes yeah, on. I don't even have up. shoes on. It's like whatever just met you guys like a second ago in Calgary and it's just (laughs) it's just easy Mm -hmm. you know whereas I felt like I had to build myself up Mm -hmm. all the time and then I'm like this this is a familiar feeling Mm -hmm. where when I would go to work in corporate I'd be like all right let's put on the bullshit (gasps) figurative mask 
And then at the end of the day, take the shit off so I can decompress. I, Go I cry a, in the corner. Yep. <laughs> drink my wine, eat my chips. Like that was just, and it was, and I'm like, this is the same feeling. Shit. My husband asked me, he's like, he's like, why are you putting yourself through this again? And I'm like, that's a great question, honey. I don't fucking know. Because <laughs> I hadn't made the, the, the conclusion yet that, oh, I'm not myself. This is why I'm surrounded by a bunch of people who aren't representative of who I actually am. I didn't made that connection yet. It wasn't until 2020 hit. <laughs> and all of a sudden... Carpet rip. Whoop. Whoa. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. The woke movement. Right. All of a sudden made me realize I had no idea who I was. <laughs> I was like, if it is this easy to scare me yeah. into some sort of compliance and scare me into doing things a certain way or else mm. then I literally heard a voice okay. in my head and it said Sarah you don't even know who you are oh. and that was existential crisis number two <laughs> yeah <coughs> so I'm in this phase now now but I'm in the, the confines of my own creation <coughs> instead of I'm just stuck over here in this corporate thing and I gotta figure out how to not do this anymore <laughs> like but this is mine i <laughs> yes. created this so i ended up creating this community that i knew damn well at the time if i had have spoken my truth oh damn would have annihilated me <laughs> i wouldn't have been is that accepting. annoying or was that a logic mindset no it was a feeling okay i was just like i'm not safe here <sighs> i'm not safe in the very community that I created. Shit. It was just masked. It was just masked. The whole thing. I've seen this masked. before. Yes. Yeah. So I like, I imprisoned yeah. myself in my own brand. Yeah. Yeah. Is what I did. And there's no sustainability in that. Maybe no, for... No, because you'll never be able to do all the right things. No. There will always no. be that next thing that the... That the they're going to be waiting for. They're waiting wanting. for you to respond to. They're waiting for you to do. Yeah. They're waiting for you to say something about. Yeah. And it's like... You, you literally can't do that for the rest of your life. Hell no. I did it for about six months. Okay. And I'm like, I can't do this. Like, wow. I just, I can't. And this was also simultaneously where I was starting to question the pandemic stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So there was like all this <laughs> stuff going on in me. And then I was starting to look at the outside world. Mm -hmm. The economy was the first thing I saw because everything I see is through the lens of the economy, through the lens of business. And when I saw businesses being ordered to shut down, people losing their jobs, I'm like, yo, people don't know how to create their own economy. This isn't good. Not yeah. good. We're relying on something outside of ourselves That's right. to provide for us. I'm like, this is a problem. But I wasn't strong enough at all, not even remotely close to being strong enough in 2020 to be able to hold the type of empowering container that I have now. Babe, I don't think anybody was. No, I think we're all just going to... I think we all... Lucky <laughs> closet messy yeah. in 2020. Give uh, me... Fuck the bottle, give me the box. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, just hose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was... Yeah, so c coming off of 2020 and going into 2021, I w that was really in the... Th I was in the thick mm. of an awakening. Not just an awakening to the world and realizing that the majority of what I thought was true about our worlds yeah. was a lie. Yeah. It was the same thing was happening on the inside of yeah. like trying to figure out what part of me was a lie that I was presenting yeah. and what was actually my truth. 
<laughs> there was good for you. Dark fucking nights of the soul. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, obviously, so many of us experience this, but being that person in everyone's life, we're, we're, we're the wackos questioning things. And so then there was like on mass rejection happening yeah. Yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So 2021 was like my pit of hell. It was just like, a, we're just, I'm like, let it fucking burn. Like, yeah. I was like, this wow, is... Wow, Sarah. Yeah, so 2021 was Fuck. when I started speaking up. Yeah. Being like, I'm not Enough's cool enough. with what the hell is going on. Yeah. And uh, 2022 was really when I started to embolden myself again. So it's like I, I had to burn everything down, yeah. <laughs> including my old business, my old community, <clears throat> um... I ran a publishing house uh, that was an, another one of the businesses wow. that I constructed. I published over 120 authors. Like wow, we had I had so much stuff going on, and I'm like, I'm not safe here. Oh, shit. <laughs> and so I had to let it all go, um, and trust myself to start just what feels right right now yeah. and go. What feels wow. right right now and go. And none of it made sense. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't until 2022, um, 2021, 2022, when the workplace mandates took Canada by storm. And that was what this inferno in me lit because (laughs) I knew how to monetize my mind. Okay. I'm like, I have done this. All these poor souls who were in these careers who were doing something out of absolute dread Something they didn't want to do because they were threatened with their livelihood because their livelihood was confined to something, one thing outside of themselves that they had no control over. And the, I don't have a choice, I don't have a choice, I don't have a choice. And I'm sitting in my living room, in my home being like, yes, yes, you fucking do. We all do. And it made me realize that you know, I'd been on the side of my other business. I'd been, I'd been doing business coaching and helping people start stuff online. And then I realized I'm like, I, I need to really step in here because this is so like this, this was like the biggest mirror of this is how big this problem is yeah. mm-hmm. of the, of the workforce <coughs> and people feeling so stuck in this. And I know that feeling and people not knowing how to give themselves credit for what they're capable of, credit for the value value they have to bring to the table, all of it. It made me go like mental watching all of this happen. And out of nowhere one day, maybe I know. I think like this is a good thing. You're helping me clear some throat shit That's here. Good. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Through. So good. Oh yeah. I'm like you're just so <clears throat> strong. It's like, let's just I'm going to pop again. That's okay. It's a cue for me to drink some water, too. Turn that label around. Good thing we're we're raw and we don't care, and coughing is good. So that was actually another thing. People were just even afraid to cough. (laughs) Right? But that's just, that that was, I mean, going through the awakening of of realizing how, how hard we'd been duped as a society to the point where we were terrified to cough in a Isn't grocery store. Fucked? It, it just, it, everything <laughs> was like, this is why we are the way that we are in society. This is why we're so stuck because we're, it's been, everything has been pummeled mm-hmm. into our thought process and, and we're so just robotic about everything that we're doing. So 
when these mandates hit, I just, I had this download. Don't know where it came from. Probably the same place that in 2020 said, bitch, you don't even know who you are. (laughs) Most likely, yes. Your higher self, your spirit team, they're like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. (laughs) One of my guys was up there telling me, um, but monetize your mind. It was just Mm. this, it came out of nowhere. I was going to ask you, yeah, like literally, where did that name come from? It's the sickest name. Just a download. It was just, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it was instantaneous. We're doing this. I knew exactly what it was. I'm like, this is a membership. This is a business community. (gasps) This is what we're doing. This is how I can help people at a ridiculously low cost. Like get every, get everybody in here so I can start teaching people the skills on how to monetize their mind so they never have to be put in this position again. Bravo. Freedom, choice, independence. Like, it was just like, go. And we hit the ground running. I said to my poor ops manager, Meeks, who I'm here with in Vancouver, she's like, fuck. Okay. Because, like, she knows as soon as I'm like, there's like this <clears throat> go gloss that comes over my eyes, and I'm like, let's go. Pupils dilate. Yeah. 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 She, so she was the one that was helping with the in uh, Calgary. She's in Calgary, so awesome. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's like, yes, Sarah. Yes. Shout out to me. Yeah, she's always had my back and everything. Aww, like, right. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. So with your, you're saying your team was that her and then your husband and yeah, yeah. My gosh, we had so we had a very eclectic mix of people because I had like old business that was going and then okay. new business coming and I was also. I launched a political education platform in 2022 (laughs) to try and teach people about the federal political system. Yeah. So that was like a monthly um, membership community that I created. Which is beautiful because me, myself, I don't know shit about politics. That's who I made it for. Yes. People like yeah, you. I don't know shit. Tiffany but I have, talking about this. I have enough influence <laughs> around me to help guide me through that, but I don't even try to be logical about it anymore. It's not... It's like, it's it's a different language for me. Oh, where crazy. The work that we're doing is yep. so, it, I understand it to a fucking T. Like, oh, it's a total juxtaposition <laughs> to anything natural and intuitive. Like, yes. Politics is so... <gasps> It's m- banana land. That's why we need you. Yes. You're so fucking brilliant. <laughs> but, that, but then the same thing. I was like, I was like maybe five months into that, but I caught it sooner. Okay. I was like, I'm doing this because I think I need to, not because okay. this is what I love. And yeah. I shut it down. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. And it was, it was like, that was, it, it was a very low cost, like 22 bucks a month to come in that space, but it was creating a ton of revenue yeah. because so many people were coming into it and I'm like nope and I shut it down I love that and it was just like this isn't and why my path forward this okay is, I okay. did it because I, I'm like I need to try and save Canada I, you know, it, was yeah. like, it was an obligatory move I had the skill set to do it I was good at it but it was like that doesn't mean you need to do it Sarah and I was like right learning faster yes <laughs> but you good build you. don't you think that that was a huge stepping stone into creating the brand of who you are and what Absolutely. you stand for. I believe everything that I've experienced happened for me to experience. That's right. So there's no, even in my corporate days, even in the business that I built that I ended up not even fitting into, like yeah. I have no regrets there no. because without going through those experiences, I would never have been able to land where I am now with such certainty. Mm-hmm of who I am and like what my purpose is and how to show up without trying to, you know, control everybody's perception of me. 
Yeah. Because that's what I did when I first started my business. Like, I have a brand, and i got to uphold this brand image, and this is what people can the expect pressure. from me. And it's like, oh, no, like I will never do this again. But you needed to do that at the time. Had like, to. when COVID started, I felt like I was a little bit late, even though I wasn't. I was just so anxious to create a course to help people just love themselves more. Yeah. And it was only six weeks. Yeah. But it was so near and dear to my heart. Like, I was literally about to explode if I did not do this. Yep. And I actually had about 10 people just every every week would show up. They're like, give me more. Give me more. Brought in people that awesome. were in their own ex expertise, like yeah. nutritionists, talked about sleep, stress, all the things. And there was just so many takebacks from that. So yeah. I think just understanding what's happening economically and, you know, within our government space is really important, too, because fact of matter is we're all paying taxes one way or another where the fuck is that going nowhere good <laughs> how many taxes are you paying <laughs> like a lot in canada everyone's like canada's so great it's free i'm like no fuck it is not you have no any idea how much we pay in taxes but, but that's why we need people like you to freaking break this shit down that's right yeah. seriously yeah. that's right because yeah. most people have no idea no they have just it's just a mask another lie yeah it is I remember the la the last pay stub that I got <laughs> from my corporate, uh, not pay stub, the T4 for oh, to file my taxes. Right. <laughs> I looked because it was my highest income year, okay. and I look, I looked at my deductibles or whatever. Are we glitching the matrix. Yeah, thing? we are. That's cool. That's, that is cool. <laughs> but that's why we have backup. We, that was we something that was. Kind of that was that was great. Bill C eleven. Okay. Yeah, play. See, uh, <laughs> we know. Yeah. Okay, we've got Sarah here. We know. We're like I'm keeping an eye on you, bitches. Yeah, I you guys that. are about She's to fuck like, shit up. <laughs> we game. This is what it's all about. Continue. What was I saying? About your um your T four and that oh, was yeah. the last one that so you. So all the money that got deducted off of my pay stubs like throughout the year was showing on my T four. I was like. Ouch. So the the amount that I lost to taxes and EI and CPP and all these things that just get taken off was more than the average income of your <gasps> average Canadian. Ew. <laughs> That's so crazy. So I was like, we have all these people who are, are living at this, at this at income level. line. And you took that from me. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yet our, our, our country continues to break more and more every year. It's, it's just one of those things where, you know, we're, we're born and raised in Canada or people come to Canada and they're like, oh, everyone says that this is the best place to be. And it's the most beautiful. It's beautiful. The but people are wonderful. Mm -hmm. But when we really look at the inner workings of our institutions, it's like, wow, we are busted up something fierce here. That's right. Yeah. But that's why we chose to incarnate here. Yeah. To so do this. Fix so we could fuck shit up. Yeah. This is what the whole plan is. Yeah. And the, I always like to look at the positive and it's like the same thing with you with all these little things that have come across your life and what you've learned. It's like the same thing with covid or this whole pandemic it's like thank you yeah you just rocked everybody yes i was quiet from 2019 and i sat and i went in yeah and it was like i deconstructed everything of who i was and what i thought this whole world was i saw it so clearly i was grateful i was like in this compound with my parents and my grandparents and everybody 
was able to hold space and become wow. aware to it all. So it was all like this wicked compound of people that are just like, whoa, we've been living a massive lie. And it was like yeah. our podcast, we have episodes where we were talking about real crazy stuff that was happening. They would just be canceled down, down. It was like, this was when people were like, like you, where you're finally seeing clearly and you're like, I need to say something about this. But it's like, how can you say it? Because everyone's looking at you like, you're like, put your mask on. What are you doing? You're disgusting. Like, blah, right? And we were just wiped off the internet anytime. So, so the perception of the average person looking at their social feeds, they would see one of us. That's right. And we would be the wacko in yeah. comparison to everybody else showing up on their feeds who is agreeing with everyone. Not just agreeing, but also promoting it and, and promoting people to then move against people like us so like you'd see one of us come up on an average person's feed like oh there's one of those crazy poor people. <laughs> yeah like those oh my gosh people. are they okay they guilt you know, and shame about that now and when when you look back at this like even the name was branded and trademarked the name for the this whole thing like it's inter- a business. Exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, it's like you, we all saw, like, this is a fantastic business, but man, are you fucking shit up. Like, really. But thank you. So the whole point of this is, like, thank you for doing that. Thank yes. you for being the gratitude. The gratitude, honestly, that was something that I, oh my God, when I got myself a therapist, end of 2021. When I'm when I was really like this is my tipping point. I'm either gonna go down like a bag of rocks, or this is where I start to come out. Cause I'd started speaking out. Everybody in my life like just vanished. That's what. Like nobody. My family thought I had gone berserk. You know, people just stopped talking to me. Yeah. And I was like. Uh, feeling kind of alone right now mm-hmm. and in this process of you know all this introspection trying to figure out who the hell I even am and what totally. is going on with my businesses <clears throat> what do I do like it was just such a collision of everything going awry in my life and so I put my ass in therapy and <laughs> shout out to my therapist Sarah who I'm still working with today amazing she <laughs> was just she helped me recognize you know there there is without all of this happening I would not have had the opportunity to become this version of me I wouldn't I wouldn't have I don't know how I don't know what I would have had to go through and how long of a period of time I, I would have had to continue to be smashed in the face with a figurative two by four yeah. in order to come to the same space because this was so like cataclysmic. Yeah. It was just so <laughs> rapid that it felt violent, Yeah, but it was fast. It was fast. And it's like, oh, it's all of a sudden you're like rebirthed. Exactly. <laughs> so like, painful. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So because there was so much that happened all in the same period of time, so many terrible, horrifying things happening in the same period of time, it got me here so fast. Yeah. It was and like I'm 10 years of counseling in one minute. At least just 10 years. I've been girl. using 20. I've been like, this is like 20 yeah. years of life and personal development and hardships and heartache and grief and loss. Yeah. 20 years worth. 
But you look so youthful. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I, I'm, I'm asking about gray hair now. Oh, and let's. But it's, can we like talk about that <laughs> yes. for a minute? Because this is. First of all, your hair is beautiful. Yeah. Next level. Thank you. Do not change it, please. I'm not. Okay. Everyone on Instagram is going to find out later today that I'm yes. not dyeing my hair because everyone is freaking out on my Instagram right now. I'm not doing it. Yay, no. Sarah. I'm just getting it cut. Yeah. yeah. Styled. And no, like, I love. you have streaks. Like, you, it looks like you've got blonde highlights yeah. in the front of your hair. No, it's just white hair. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you see it on the camera? It, you know, you can, <laughs> yeah, see, you can it. see it. It's beautiful. But I've literally, for the last three, the last, the last time I went to the salon was August of 2020. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. So if you actually were to straighten my hair right now and look at the back, it would be like, oh yes. my gosh. Because I just go <laughs> like in the, me. I go in the bathroom. That's what I you do. You just cut it. I put it into four little pigtails. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're like, oh my God, you're one of those. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm the same because I'm doing the too. same shit. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's that how you do it. Right. I did the TikTok thing in like 2021, you know, when everyone was oh, pulling the, the ponytails. Yes. I gave myself layers. It worked. It work. <laughs> as long as it was far enough forward, you're fine. <laughs> I know. I saw people end up with like mushroom cuts. Yes. After, yeah. yeah. But it worked. Yeah. So That's yeah, I'm going, awesome. I'm going Good to for you. For the first time in three years. Wow. This part of it, it just, everything oh, getting, fell away. Getting a head massage and your hair That's washed. But I want to mention about like the whole beauty part of it is yeah. the reason why people do that is to get to feel youthful. Yeah. But when you're doing that inner work and you lay away all that stress and compounding effects off our shoulders, yet all of a sudden, 10 years gets knocked off of you naturally. It's so bizarre. So it bizarre. But they go hand in hand. Like these, these personal crises that we go through, the more you get to know yourself, mm -hmm. actually, not just here's the you know surface level material things that mm -hmm. I enjoy and appreciate in life it's like but what do you actually mm -hmm. value mm -hmm. like what do you what, what are the hills you're willing to die on for things and like what are what are you willing to go down for like really knowing yourself at that level yeah it puts everything <laughs> into perspective and that's why all of a sudden I'm, I just it wasn't that I joke with my husband all the time. I'm like, "Why? I really let myself go on you, didn't I? The last few years, bless him. He thinks I'm I'm the most beautiful thing. Well, you are. He's like, you're you're my goddess. Yeah, I, he really does. He really does think that. I'm like, bless you. He's lucky if I shaved my legs. Like I was just like, <laughs> I love I'm, it. I'm out. Like, wild, just, full wild. I was just, I just, I just didn't care anymore. It wasn't that I didn't care about myself, because I had never cared about myself more. Right. right. That's what was interesting. It's like, I'm unconcerned. Good. by fuck I love that. the outside the noise. outside stuff like yeah. it just became so utterly irrelevant it felt so trivial in the grander scheme of you know becoming aware of myself becoming aware of the world and I'm gonna sit here and worry about what fucking blush to put on my cheeks I'm like <laughs> bigger fish to fry today hundred <laughs> I love it so yeah yeah oh this is the first time I've seen my natural hair since I was 15 so oh I'm obsessed and you know a couple your, decades ago. your body loves it, the toxins and all of the shit that comes with that. Yeah. It's just yeah. natural is the way. Yep. Love all it. Natural. Amazing. Um, I would love to dive deep into your amazing conference and retreat yes. that you have coming up. Thank Tiffany you. and I are going to be there. Yay! And yes. we cannot freaking wait. It's like a birthday present to myself. So oh, like, I, that's how I look at it. Too. It's just That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. Let's for it. let's dive into <laughs> MYM conference, the resort, and everything that 
you guys are offering and all the things. Let's Thank you so much for giving me the platform to talk oh, about that. That's yes. like so special for me. Um, well, yeah, you're this, so special. Thank you. <laughs> that, the, the conference was kind of the inevitable with the MYM brand because Monetize Your Mind, MYM, birthed so hard and fast into this world and it spread so fast because people felt it. This thing has its own energy source with or without me at the helm. It's like monetize your mind is just in the world now. Mm-hmm. And it's become this like household name Amazing. within. It's just coming up on our one year anniversary Ooh. in June. June what? June 8th. Whoa. Yeah. Infinity symbol, girl. Yeah. 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 So it's been a, a whopping year that MYM has been in the world. And it started as a business community membership. And I teach the fundamentals of business in that space. So before we were recording, we are talking about how there's no cookie cutter solutions to anything. And that, it doesn't make for sexy marketing on my part. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to fucking tell you how to do this. I'm yeah. going to help you understand what the fundamentals of business are and ask you three trillion questions so that you can understand what that means for you and what what you are creating and what you are building like because it's unique to everybody some people are building personal brands some people are building business brands some people yeah. are building brick and mortar some people are building <laughs> their profiles as a real estate agent like it's yeah so how could i be like here's steps one through 30 no. in order to it's i have to teach people to know how to be business owners mm. and so i teach the fundamentals of business and MYM. And so it, it turned into this incredible community of people with the most unbelievable hearts. And everybody's awake, mm-hmm. so it's very safe for people like us mm-hmm. to be inside and not have to worry about, you know, is someone going to think I'm the crazy person? I mean, we talk about anything in there because everything is related to business. Yeah. Your business is an extension of you, so whatever you're unpacking, it's showing up in your business. So it's a very holistic container in that regard. Yeah. And we got lots of support in there. Um, we've got mindset coaches, tech coaches, all sorts of things going on, community leaders. It's awesome. So it's become this entity and we launched a mastermind for people that wanted to go deeper and smaller, more intimate container. And the next logical step was we got to get everybody in the same room. Mm. And so, you know, it was really thanks to Kit Carson for, you know, hosting all his events, which is why I'm here in Vancouver Mm -hmm. right now. Um, I've done his whole tour and when I had the business that wasn't aligned with me in 2020, I had to cancel uh, my third annual event that I was hosting. What? Yep. Really? In the thick of the restrictions. Oh, oh, for the, okay, yep. okay. So I had to go through this massive refund process. Like it was just this nightmare. Oh, I'm like, I'm never my. fucking hosting events again. Yeah. This is a nightmare. Dang. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. But it's in alignment. Thing, uh, I'm like not even remotely close to the same person I was yeah. then, right? But going to all, to all kids events, I'm like, this is what I loved. Like yeah. this is, this is what it's about. And then realizing that, you know, the community that I have now is a reflection of me. Oh yeah. It, I am so safe in the space with these people, which is not how I felt before. And so I was like, we got to do an event. Like we just, oh. we just got to do an event and yes. it's going to be under the MYM brand, obviously. Yes. And um, I, I hadn't realized how much my vision had really been cast until 
I started mustering up such a serious set of ovaries and asking people <laughs> to be like, hey, do you think you'd want to speak at my MYM event that doesn't exist anywhere other than my head right now, but <laughs> we're going to just go for it. And, uh, you know, I had been so grateful to be connected with people like Mark Groves just through speaking truth and oh yeah remember the day Meeks messaged me she's like dude Mark Groves just shared the post that you made I was like oh yes I'm on the right track now he's like one of my besties I'm meeting him later tonight like he's just and and Danielle Laporte were you guys eating no just kidding (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I was like no I might just pop out oh my god you're so (laughs) so funny Danielle Laporte uh, was huge when I was leaving my corporate career. Um, Her book, White Hot Truth, had just come out, and I was like, didn't land. I was like, this is all about, like, it almost felt too esoteric for me. What does that mean? At the level. Like, it was too uh, figurative. It was too, almost too spiritual for the level that I was at. Mm. At that time. At that time. But I loved all of her other work. So I read it again. Ah, this winter after we released our book the sovereign and danielle had found me through that book the sovereign when we released it and so she started following me on instagram and i'm like "Ooh, this is a full circle moment here like she was big when i was going through my stuff and i was really relying on a lot of her work to like bolster the confidence and get centered and all that stuff Oh my god. She's found me through the sovereign. And so then I've been like, you know what? This is a sign that I need to pick up White Hot Truth again. And I picked it up and I was like, oh, this is what this book fucking means. (laughs) Yeah. So I was reading it. I was like, I had to go through all this in order for this book to even make sense to me. What the heck? So I reached out to her and I said, I just want you to know, you know, this has been my experience with your book. You know, call it 2018 versus 2022, 2023. And so we started, you know, forming just an Instagram DM relationship like most people meet these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I put on my big girl pants one day and sent her a voice note. And yeah, at a girl. That's the said, best way to go. She said, absolutely, I'm aligned with this. Let's do it. Oh, yes. my God. Yeah. So I was, like, so heavily affirmed that this is a thing. Like, this is a real thing that it's not just... It's not just me. It's it's not even me. It's so much bigger than me. Yeah. This MYM monster that has been created that people immediately understand what it is and what I'm trying to do because with the in-person event, you know, we've all been to events. We know how powerful they are. It's like an instantaneous shift. It's a it's yeah. a shift in energy. It's a shift in trajectory. It's not something that has to take, you know, 6 12 months in order to kind of it's like you go in and then you're out and you're like, shit, we're That's on a right. new path, right? It's fast. New timeline right now. New timeline right now, immediately, as soon as that event is done. And that's what I love about events. And so, you know, understanding the economic crisis that we're here in Canada to the tune of like, I don't even know how many nine hundreds of billions of dollars of debt yeah. our nation is in right now. I was part of one of the questions I had. Oh, it's a lot. Let's just say it's a lot of money that we don't have in Canada. And we sold all of our gold several years ago, too. So we got nothing here. Wouldn't they just keep uh, (laughs) renegotiating how the payment would be happening and then just printing more money? This is what they're doing. Raising dollars. The same thing the U.S. is doing. more money. Yeah. Raising taxes. Yes. Cost of goods go up. And it's ultimately Just a circle jerk. It's just a giant circle jerk. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. But the Canadians are not 
getting off. Like, <laughs> there's no happy ending for us. Oh my god. Unless no. we realize that the moment we stop depending on the government yeah. to fix our economy and start recognizing that the economy, the true health of an economy, is actually at the hands of business owners and entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. We are the ones mm-hmm. that create money. We are the ones that Got put it. money back into the economy. We are the yeah. ones that create jobs. We are the ones that create mm-hmm. work for other people to do so that they can get paid to do it. We're the ones that generate money to pay to people who then have more money to go out and shop. Yeah, Like it's the entrepreneurs. Yeah. And so to me, there's this huge call right now. It's almost like this big like megaphones going out to say it's time. So if you're an awakened and conscious entrepreneur, because we need the money to be in the hands of the people with the big hearts. That's how we shift shit. Yeah, it's not right. going to be, a, you know, even if we get a, a better government in place, we it still need more good people to have more money. Yeah. And so this is exactly what the underlying um, purpose of this event is, is to have a very rapid <laughs> transformation and realization that, oh shit, like this is, this is up to us. Mm-hmm in order to figure out how to resolve this economic crisis that we're in. Because without solving this crisis, the everything keeps getting more expensive. Everything keeps becoming more unaffordable. The more unaffordable things become, the more dependent people come. Mm-hmm. The more dependent people come, the easier it is to manipulate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The easier keep you under is, fear. Boom. Keep, the, the easier the you thumb. are to manipulate, yeah. you're under the thumb of the government. Whatever it is they need you to do, next. <laughs> Yeah. So how don't do we have to live like that? No, but that's that's up to us to reverse because if right. we're sitting here thinking all oh, all of a sudden the government's going to stop doing this to us. No. <laughs> like no. Like it's that's never going to happen. <laughs> so then what is the solution? People the average human being needs to understand the power of creating their own economy. Uh, and so that's what the event is all about. Yeah. And the the kind of unofficial tagline for it is that the entrepreneurs of today create the economy of tomorrow yeah Um, and that's the purpose i mean there's there's so much awesomeness happening we have amazing headline speakers the venue is sick i am am so so good have you guys been to canonascus no no oh man no just gonna i'm ready to be rocked Mm -hmm. honestly it's gonna it's gonna be equal parts like high vibe high energy like day one is like we're raising the energetic frequency to yes. as high as it could possibly go and we're gonna hold it there all day yeah and then the second day is all about it's like okay we've got this big ball of energy and motivation and holy shit i can do this it's like bring it back in yeah embody it embody it yeah before you walk out this door it, it needs to become a part of you that's right yeah otherwise you're gonna go home you're gonna get stuck in your regular routine maybe you might go back home to a spouse who doesn't get it Right? That's such a problem these days. Such a problem. What are you going to do when you leave that event? Yeah. Are you going to go back to the cycle? Are you going to go back to the cycle? Are you going to go to your new life? Or is... Exactly. You know, Sarah, I'm just cutting off for a second because there's a really big shift that's happening and I can... I know that you're feeling this. We're all feeling it. People are at these breaking points of cycling into the old and staying on that old timeline versus this massive shift into the new. And I feel like your event is going to be this massive shift where people are going to 
get it, get it really quickly. Yeah. And they're going to go, shit, okay, I'm on, and go. Because like you said, all that other shit isn't going to change. But what can change is if you stay on the old earth, whatever you want to call it, or you're coming on to new. Exactly. And that's a fucking personal choice. It is. And then why you're here and what you're creating and doing is saying, hey, look at what you can do. I want to give you the balls, the ovaries, to grab onto this and fly because you don't need to be a part of this low frequency <laughs> bullshit exactly entity right. spell yeah let's take off the masks and get into your highest timeline and the thing is when people think of you know responsibility or independence or whatever type of like heaviness a person feels with it's only me yeah because we're we're so programmed to feel safe in the hands of someone else or in the hands of an employer in the hands of a system of some sort yeah so as soon as it's like well, what if those things were all of a sudden not available to you and this is speaking on the average person right there's always going to be a percent of the population who truly is dependent and needs to be supported in some capacity this is not who i'm talking about i'm talking about the average Canadian who is now accepting becoming more dependent simply because things more things are being offered to them in the name of make your life easier, do the right thing. Uh, you don't have to worry about the stuff anymore. And slowly but surely, we're outsourcing everything. Mm, yeah. That and, and the disconnect to our intuition is growing bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. because everything is, well, what are you doing? What do you say? What do you think I should do? What's the next best move? And it's like, oh my God. So the weight that people feel, like, what do you mean it's just me? Those are the people that I don't know if we'll ever see those people flip to this side of being excited about the fact that it's like, you mean I have the power to do all of this? Like I, what? That's pretty rad. I only have to figure this out myself. I don't have to worry about, like I could, there's the people who are like exhilarated by that realization and those are the people that are going to create the new earth you got it is the people who are like and this is where people get confused because they think oh well i don't want to be independent to the point of i don't need anyone's help that's not what independence means no No. because we're actually helping each other more that's right (laughs) in this new world that we're in but we're doing it from a place of we're all independent that's right we're just helping we're just in it together not because we're dependent on anyone else to be able to do something and that's like the paradigm yeah flip that people they're either going to make it or they're not exactly (laughs) and there's nothing we can do it's all it's all a free will choice whether you jump on or or not yeah and i think it's like the ones that are kind of in that like middle are like oh there's something more i'm like curious and i'm like oh i feel that and that heart coherence like you're so in your heart and it's like that's why you've created this community because everyone else is in their heart and if you weren't able to be who you are nobody could find you so we're able to find you so thank you for fucking answering the call yeah that's massive it's crazy and i i i think even again when i was talking earlier about you know the surface level personal development stuff i didn't understand what it meant to be in my heart like and I don't think I would have ever been able to get there by reading more books or memes memes (laughs) yeah yeah wow yeah seeing 11 11 on a microwave somewhere it's just like no there's 
I had to go through utter hell <laughs> in order to realize what I never want to experience again. And it's like the only yeah. way to make sure that never happens again is to only make decisions from my heart. Yeah. Like, wow. Even if it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like it did not make sense yeah. for me to even do this conference because it is massive. It is massive. And it's a huge undertaking. I'm like, who the fuck is going to plan this thing? Like, well, <laughs> guess who's going to plan it? She's sitting right here. Jesus. Bravo. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden people started to be like, hell yeah, I'm in. Hell yeah. I, there wasn't oh, yeah. A, the only person that said no, and it wasn't actually two people. It, they weren't even a no. It was like, holy shit, I would be there if I could. <laughs> uh, Africa Brooke. Do you guys follow Africa Brooke? I don't know. Oh my god. Oh god. Well, now we do. Okay, we're, <laughs> we're, we're ready. We're ready. We're, see, we're ready Where's for that the, next. Where is the phone? Yeah. Africa Brooke and Brett Kissel. Okay. Our country star here in Canada. Okay. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys are. Your we'll look at lives okay. are going to just. Okay. Change. Love Africa Brooke is the one that pulled me out of my woke trauma. Okay. In 2020. She's a beautiful black woman in the UK. Amazing. And my, she, I found her blog. It was called uh, something about falling off the woke wagon. Or, I'm totally butchering, butchering the name. But basically, like, her removal from this ideology. And at that time, I didn't think that there was any other way that we were allowed to think. Yeah. And she is all about self-expression and using your voice and her just her work on Instagram alone mm. gave me courage Wow! to be like it's okay to use my voice it's okay to express myself it's, it's safe to be you it's safe I'm safe yeah the internet might make not make me feel safe sometimes but I'm actually safe yeah I'm in my own home I am safe mm -hmm. yeah when I was not safe I was in my own home because I wasn't expressing myself. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't safe in my own body. Yeah. So it's just a perception thing, right? When we're terrified of the mob coming after us. But yeah, so I, I mean, she's been one of my absolute heroes mm. over the last three years. Mm. And so when I reached out to her, she uh, randomly came into my space. Again, just kind of having this beautiful network that I have now. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my God, like sh she feels like tangible to me now. Yeah. Like, sent her voice note and she actually met with her team um, she's like I need to try and make this work she's like I believe in what you're doing here oh, and I'm like Sarah. oh fuck man you're <laughs> <laughs> just answering the call that's that's all it is and and you know when when I have um, coaching clients in my program I this is a con conversation we have to keep coming back to especially if there's any entrepreneurs listening it's it's not this strategy that you can map out and I am a business strategist that is that is my <laughs> trade that is my trade that's what I help people do but I can't help anyone create a strategy if they don't know how to listen to themselves okay here we are we're leaders developing other leaders yeah and the only way to do that is to get to their truth and help them help them get yeah. to their truth and then it's just a matter yeah. of now that you know yourself and you know yeah. what you're about and you know what you want, I just have framework that you just need okay. to click into place now and cool. everything that you ever create will make sense for the rest of time. Amazing. But it's because people with it without having that deeply rooted connection to themselves, right. 
panic sets in. If I don't do this or I saw someone do this or I saw a social media post saying that I'm supposed to launch this way or whatever it is. Oh, God. We get so sideswiped into that and they yeah. think, am I doing it wrong? Am I doing it wrong? Yeah. yeah. It's like, never fucking mind. No. What anyone else lane. is doing, stay in your lane, yeah. stay in your heart. Totally. How does this feel? What does this mean for you? Totally. And just keep trusting that. Amazing. Yeah. I literally. You're, you're like amazing. I'm just so grateful yes. for you to just answer the call and come on our show and for all of our viewers and listeners to be able to have access to you now and yeah. MYM and all of your offerings even just for Tiffany and I like I'm sitting here my throat's like losing its mind <laughs> and I was like okay I'm just gonna surrender to the process let's yeah. go yeah. let's do this um you kind of you may have answered this last kind of question I know we got to be mindful of time for you and for your beautiful hair um who has made the most influence in your life this far this far yes i would probably if i put things relative to what has become fundamentally critical for me in my life it actually would be africa brook yeah i had that feeling i was like i bet you you you've already answered all of our questions so yeah she literally literally had such a fundamental impact it was like an awakening just finding her and i've expressed that to her i was like i've never even coached with you i've never just her energy it's just it was just this knowing that this woman was some sort of divine source code like it was just like she's unworldly whoa and it was just like the wisdom it was so profound that i was like i'm okay good like i'm safe to be me i'm safe to express myself yeah um and i will never because of her work i will never allow myself to put myself in in any type of prison ever again by not speaking my truth like and there's there's all this evidence now in front of me now it's like this is what happens when i speak my truth yeah it's not just speaking truth about all the creepy shit going on in the world. Like, that's not no. what I'm referring to when no. I, because everyone, we get kind of get hung up in, you know, truth speaking, right? Sure. With everyone's perceptions of the darkness in our world. It's like, no, like, who are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what are you here to do? And mm-hmm. are you allowing yourself to be seen? Are you allowing, like, are you, are you blocking yourself from saying something and then, you know, walking around with this lump in your mm. throat the entire time and, it's totally. just like that's such a non-negotiable thing for me yeah now mm-hmm. and and yeah she's she's at the root of that for Beautiful. sure well, so it would be an honor to have her at, so I'm yeah like, 2024 Ooh. let's work on that she's there we'll yeah she's there. already there yeah We're visualizing it we'll put her information in the show notes yeah. um where can people reach you your handle and yeah. all the things best place is on the gram okay. i am sarah swain uh, my Beautiful. website's sarahswain.ca <laughs> so I'm pretty easy to find <laughs> yeah. she ain't hiding she's not yeah. hiding yeah. amazing yeah. so thank you so much um, also for everybody if they'd like to go it's in September the 16th to the 18th you can get her t- the tickets through Instagram or her website mm-hmm. you can reach out to Tiffany and I too if you yeah. want any more information we will definitely be there and just don't miss out on this opportunity it's going to be it's it's incredible. You can feel it. It, uh, yeah, yeah. And people, people feel it. They're like, I need to be there. That it was exactly it. I'm like, yeah, we're going. And the next question was going to be, what would be a little piece of 
golden nuggets. There's so many golden nuggets here, by the way. Oh, yeah. But a piece of advice you could give people who are, you know, on the verge of non-compliance. <laughs> verge of non-compliance. Oh, man. There's so much I could say to this group of people because I know they are plentiful right now. I know. I just feel it. Like, there's all of us squawk boxes who don't really hide <laughs> what we think about anything anymore. And it's like we're growing by the day. I know that there's a lot of people out there who literally want to be a <laughs> hello everyone. Hi, Hi. thanks for talking outside the door. There's some, you know not a podcast going on. Or anything. <laughs> you guys need an on-air flashing sign. Yeah, yeah no, it's totally fine. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there who are starting to um, question things to the point of feeling like they need to say something. Uh, that could be as deep as dark as they want to get into the agenda, or it could just be. A frustration but like why do I feel like I can't say something mm. in this society that's supposed to be all about free speech so I think I mean to say to trust yourself is a is a vague statement um, but it really is what it comes down to I think the the fear that we have about moving into something unknown or, or taking a risk when it comes to just saying something that yeah. feels scary it comes down to us not believing that we can survive mm. what happens. Right. Good the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if, if you can root yourself in, even if worst case scenario happens, even if you get attacked or even if you get rejected or even if the thing that you put out there fails, that's a neutral occurrence until you give it meaning. Mm -hmm. And so... The goal has to be, all right, that happened. Yeah. Do I trust myself to recover from that? Mm. That's what it's all about. Yeah. That's what that's the only reason why cancel culture was such a horrific thing, is because it played on the played on our insecurity of the fact that we don't trust ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if all of a sudden we got sideswiped on the internet, it's because we actually didn't think that we would be able to survive it. Mm -hmm. We didn't trust that we'd be able to come back from it no different than someone launching a business for the first time if it fails the first time can you get back up and do it again can you do it exactly. 782 more times until it works yeah and what if it takes you 10 years yeah won't you be happy in 10 years once it works yeah, yeah. be happy that you didn't give up yeah yeah no kidding especially it's, when it lies so close to your yeah home. and that's even like relationships mm -hmm. or yeah. um people exiting people's death it's like people are like how can i survive this yeah. you're gonna we're yeah. all gonna experience mm -hmm. it and go through it yeah and we're fucking tough as nails and well, we're strong we don't give ourselves nearly enough yeah right. no you're right yeah so yeah. true so that's sometimes it's the next best thing to do if, if someone's on the verge of doing something that feels really scary is to just do something small to give them a little bit of evidence that they're like, okay, I did the thing. I'm still here. <laughs> Everything's still okay. <laughs> Lights in my house are still on. There's still food in my fridge. Yeah. Don't forget. I'm still breathing. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know, like evidence. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> look to other people who have done the thing and are come thriving. out on top. Like look for the evidence. Mm, I love that. As opposed to... Because we're hardwired to look for the worst case scenario. Oh, like, look what happened to this person. Look what happened to this person, though, right? Yeah. Well, look, what, look what happened to the person who did it, and it worked out really, really well. Yeah. Find more of those. Find more of those. That's Find more perfect. evidence. Yeah. So, yeah. What, wow. you, what are you seeking? Yeah. 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 
Amazing. That's thank really you. good advice. Yeah, thank you so yeah. much for taking your time to be I here. My pleasure, guys. This was fun. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah, and we will definitely have you on the show again if yeah. you're willing, and I feel like you will. I'll, I'll be back. And yes. I'll come back to Van this summer sometime. Yeah, too. come back to Van. We'll come out to see you, all the things. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, girl. thank you, thank you. Thanks Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Have a beautiful day. Bye.